and welcome back to the HR Grapevine podcast, the podcast series that takes an in-depth look at one of the most fascinating, important or divisive HR topics that is making the headlines. I'm Sophie Parrott, online editor at HR Grapevine, and each week I'll be joined by a different HR journalist as we explore the contemporary practice and most pressing debates in HR within a short podcast. So join me as we properly pick apart what it means to work in the people function. Today, I'm joined again by Kieran Howes, Deputy Editor at Executive Grapevine Digital Media. So welcome back, Kieran. It's a pleasure to have you on the podcast again. Hi, Soph. Thanks so much for having me. Really appreciate it. As the summer months start to draw closer and the weather starts to heat up, being able to down tools early for the weekend is a work perk that I'm sure many employees would likely relish. Having the opportunity to finish early on a Friday and also having the opportunity of a more flexible working structure in the summer months is a perk that actually a number of companies, including the cereal brand Kellogg's, have been known to offer. And actually, you may have already seen this in the news in the last couple of weeks, but the cereal brand hit headlines after Kellogg's UK announced that it was encouraging colleagues to take time away from their screens by offering Friday afternoons away from their workstations during the summer months. And this is part of Kellogg's summer hours scheme, which effectively runs from May to September and is actually now in its 18th year. It was launched back in 2003. So it does seem that Kellogg's is clearly well versed within this area. And under this scheme, colleagues are offered the opportunity to finish from 12pm on a Friday for those who are office based or on a weekday of their choice for the business's field sales team, of course, providing that they have completed a full week of hours. And Kellogg's UK currently employs around about 380 staff members in its office at Media City UK and has a further 50 workers in its field sales team. So I think it's clear that it's a scheme that will benefit quite a few of their staff members. And in a statement released at the time, Sam Thomas Berry, who is the vice president of HR at Kellogg Europe, said... At Kellogg, we have a long history of offering flexible working and the past year has shown us how crucial that really is. We introduced summer hours 18 years ago, but I believe that after the last 12 months this year, it is more important than ever before. Our colleagues' well-being is one of our main priorities and we hope that offering Friday afternoons off as part of our summer hours scheme will allow people to switch off and take that time to do something they really enjoy, whether that's reconnecting with friends, picking up a hobby or simply unwinding. So I think that's definitely a great scheme from Kellogg's and clearly something that they've been able to do successfully given that it has been running for the past 18 years. But it does seem that other firms have been known to allow staff to down tools early for the weekends during certain months in the year. And in fact, this is something that we reported on uh, previously. The publishing firm Penguin Random House offers this type of flexibility each year via its summer hours policy. And basically, staff are able to leave work early on a Friday in June, July and August so that they can kickstart the weekend early. And a Guardian article explained that they are just asked to make up the extra 45 minutes a day throughout the rest of the week. So as I just mentioned, those are just two examples of firms out there that are allowing their staff members to down tools early, particularly in summer months. And it does seem actually that there is an appetite from staff members who are looking for this type of work perk. So I think... That was actually a really great quote from Sam there that you mentioned before. This has been a really particularly challenging year for workers. And 
I think this scheme could be a great way of using the momentum that we've already created from the pre-existing changes in working patterns as a result of coronavirus to create another benefit for staff. And it's actually a really high, highly valued one as well. Um, data from Sodexo Engage found that 87.6% of UK staff have revealed that downing tools early before the weekend is their most desired work perk. So going a little further in changing work patterns and structures and allowing staff to take Friday afternoons to themselves could be a really effective solution to increase well-being. And it's going to look really attractive to prospective workers too. On top of this, it's also worth noting that if companies allow staff to make up this time elsewhere, it could actually boost productivity as staff will be able to find those hours elsewhere when they feel productive instead of just you know, putting them in on a Friday afternoon when most workers are feeling a bit sluggish. And in fact, again, this is according to uh, Sodexo Engage research, most workers complete just 16.7% of their workload on Friday afternoons. So yeah, putting that time elsewhere could make a big difference. And this is also actually really compounded by the time of year. As you mentioned, a lot of these schemes kick off in the summer. And uh, research from Captive Study found that productivity goes down by 20% during the summer months when projects take 13% longer to complete as employees just aren't feeling as focused. And sorry to bombard you with stats, but workers also tend to be 45% more distracted during this time. And this is actually in in really stark contrast to Social Market Foundation research, which found that 67% of employees who enjoy summer hour perks are more productive. And on average, productivity goes up by a total of 12%. So being strategic with working hours to increase productivity and allowing staff to have access to the most requested work perk out there is likely going to deliver actually a really strong boost in the company in terms of both output and bottom line as well. So how is this actually playing out when people install the scheme? Well, ultimately, I do realise that on the face of it, the concept of allowing workers to define their own schedule, uh, especially in the summer months, may be nerve wracking for many. Uh, However, for many, the idea of introducing flexible hours and remote working was nerve wracking before the pandemic forced HR's hand and really evidenced how these initiatives could be super beneficial. So moving to a more flexible structure with a strategic approach to allowing staff to make up these hours elsewhere when they choose in the rest of the week, it really relies on one key element here, and that is trust. In a conversation with G2, CEO of sock manufacturer Bombus recently shared his own experiences with summer hours and noted that at his firm, introducing the policy made employees feel that the business was truly trusting them to be productive and not abuse the system. And this is something that he said actually worked out really, really well. He said, it shows your team that you trust them to handle their own responsibilities. This has a knock-on effect for productivity, morale, loyalty, while reducing absenteeism. And this can all be achieved without impacting the volume of work produced by your employees. So it's really worth considering even if it is nerve wracking to begin with. I mean, I think that's a really interesting case study that you've just mentioned here. And as you say, one of one of the key points there was that the CEO detailed 
how important trust was. And I think as kind of like dovetailing with what he said, by offering a policy like this, the team can see that their employer trusts them enough to kind of handle their own responsibilities and manage their time so that they can reap the benefits of finishing early before the weekend in summer. But in practice, how can HR successfully implement a summer hours policy? Well, before the podcast, I wanted to get some insights from an organisation and an HR practitioner that has had experience in this area. So I spoke to Emma Emmons, who is the head of HR operations at Penguin Random House, to kind of get some tips regarding implementing a successful summer hours policy. And there are three key things that she recommended within this. So the first is having a clear policy. And she did say that although it may sound simple, part of why their summer hours policy works so well is because they clearly communicate how the benefit works and when people can take their summer hours. And kind of in addition to that, they also have FAQs that are circulated on the intranet, which she feels help clarify colleagues' typical questions um, that they may have around how the scheme works. The second point to note is she said to be as inclusive as you can. And she said that at Penguin Roundhouse, they've tried to make their summer hours policy as inclusive as possible. And this means that they include colleagues who work a non-standard working week so that as many colleagues can take advantage of the benefit as possible. And the final tip from Emma dovetails nicely with the point from the the CEO that you just mentioned, Kieran, but about trusting your colleagues to manage their own workload. And she went on to say, summer hours doesn't necessarily mean working fewer hours in a week. Whilst we continue to embrace more flexible working, we trust our colleagues to manage their workload through the rest of the working week in a way that works for them. And that was just a, a nice quote to finish on from Emma there. And I think, as has been mentioned several times during this podcast, trust really does play a key role in this and in general in the workplace. And data has, of course, pointed towards this. So before the podcast, I found a 2017 report from a Harvest Business Review article, which was titled The Neuroscience of Trust. And within that, it cited some research which found that compared with people at low trust companies, people at high trust companies reported 50% higher productivity, 76% more engagement and 106% more energy at work. So I think it really does go to show the importance of trust in the workplace and and the several follow on benefits that businesses can reap from trusting their employees. As we've kind of said throughout the podcast, you know, the the pandemic year has been incredibly difficult for everyone. The possibility of implementing a summer hours policy could well be beneficial to staff members. And touching on the stats that Kieran reeled off at the the beginning of the podcast, it seems as if there is growing appetite for this type of work perk. But unfortunately, that's all we've got time for today. HR Grapevine wouldn't exist without your continued readership and engagement with our content. Whether that's our daily newsletters, monthly magazines, webinars, live events, or market leading research papers. So to find out more or to sign up to our daily content newsletter, which showcases solutions and best practice answers to all of your HR issues, please visit hrgrapevine.com.